Let's And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Crafts Conversation on Lemon Wedge Public Radio, brought to you by a generous donation from Uncle Crafts Co- <laughs> from Uncle Clunk's Craft Corner, a great place for all your crafting goods. <laughs> Let's say you're on Etsy and you put up a wooden duck you've made. This happened to me recently, and it was very painful. I put up a wooden duck, and I was greeted with a barrage of comments. This doesn't look like a duck. This looks like a penis. This is this is bullshit. You've ruined my eyes. Please jab a screwdriver. Whatever screwdriver you use to make that wooden duck, jam it into my eyes because this is not a duck. This is bullshit. I was dismayed. I was disfraught. But it got me thinking. As crafters these days, we have to deal with internet comments and internet hate. And how do we avoid these pitfalls of drama? Today, my fellow crafters and I, we have three amazing stories of internet drama and what you could do to stop it in your own life. Maybe take some of these these little dashes and these little tidbits of wisdom and apply them to your own crafting career. Apply them to the goods and tools you make at your home and put online for people to mock and deride. So It was a decoy? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make a fucking wooden duck. but I, I know. <laughs> if you did, I'd know. I'd be so excited because I love those decoys. What do you guys think about this? So if you took Bitcoin on your Etsy, what would that be? What? If you took Etsy, <laughs> you took Etsy on your Bitcoin, you'd be a crypto Etsy. <laughs> That's my big joke for today. Yeah. Welcome back. You're listening to Crap's Conversation. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, Edward Shank is our guest tonight. <laughs> As always. And Kate Levitt, the other guest. We're so proud of you, Kate. Hi. <laughs> We're drinking some ginger tea with, with honey. Where are the pants from, Edward? A sauce. Really? Yeah. What is wow. A sauce? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I would not have guessed that. At I know. All. What Never. is that? I don't know what it is. I like it's I thought it was a I didn't know even know they made men's clothes. Yeah, I <laughs> it seemed like kind of tacky. But oh no! I, it's it's like it's like it's definitely a step up from H and M. Okay. But yeah, sometimes they have stuff it, that's it kind of like nice. Very, but like, fast, fat. It's fast. It is fast fashion, and the problem with it is sometimes I see stuff there, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'd get that. But then I'm afraid that if I wore it, everyone would knew, know that's where I got it. Yeah, no, that, that's that's a funny. It's like Brandy Melville. But except on <laughs> you, no one knows that because you don't usually see it in this context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing some nice navy um, window pane pattern uh, uh, slacks. Yeah, with those shoes. Yeah, with some dance yeah, shoes. Yeah, it's, it's it quite great. a great outfit. Some nice brown dance goes That banana scratched as soon as I came here. I did my COVID <laughs> test that Kate made me. Before, for the record, Kate makes me take a COVID <laughs> test every single time. A Binax COVID test every single time I come over here before we record and sit on the porch in the cold. It's you know, not cold. It's nice out. And then let the dog come out and scratch my shoes while I'm trying to like put the, <laughs> administer like the solvent, the catalyst into the, the dropper, into the little platform it has you know what the funniest part about this is what kate doesn't even believe covid exists i do (laughs) what yeah okay yeah okay 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 how cool would that be though the tests are theater (laughs) (laughs) kate's a big theater kid i'm a theater nerd and she's a theater Mm -hmm. nerd to the point where she loves making people take binax covid (laughs) tests in front of her while she She just keeps buying them i applaud i clap kate's a deep troll because like she doesn't ever even reveals her troll to herself where she's just watching people do a COVID test for something she doesn't believe in because she knows how annoying it is for them to do it every well, single it's time. Well, like, it's like watching a three-act play in 15 minutes. That's is why I appreciate it. 
Yeah, when, explain that to me. When go ahead, Kate, explain that. Well, there's there's anger. Like when you first come, there's anger because I'm making you do this dumb mm-hmm. thing, right? Then there's acquiescence towards the middle of it where you start to feel good. It's nice out. Maybe you have some tea. Is that what but acquiescence then, means? But Feeling then, good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does acquiescence, Kate, mean? What does that mean, Kate? What does acquiescence mean? Acquiescence. What does that mean? What does that word mean? Is that like a smell? What is that, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking then, asshole. <laughs> what the fuck is that then, word mean? But then you get to the middle and you're you're feeling good. You're feeling positive. But then <laughs> but then you get well, so I'm feeling good and positive because I'm having tea on the porch and it's and the fresh it's, air. And it seems like it's gonna be negative and so you're feeling safe. You're feeling I don't positive. think Edward but gives me shit if it's negative or positive. <laughs> but the then, maybe maybe then I wanna get it. You already got it. <laughs> Medical information revealed on, on the podcast. There's no HIPAA. Uncle Clunk here. is going to have my fucking head. <laughs> he does not respect <laughs> fucking medical re- reveals. Wait, so what's act three? Act three is you get annoyed again because then you have to wait out there for another eight minutes. But sometimes a good thing happens. Well, hold on. So yeah. I'm, I'm, so in your version of events, I'm so dumb that I forget that I have to wait out there for 15 minutes in the beginning. <laughs> and then after seven minutes passes, I feel good because I forgot about the upcoming eight minutes. But then once I all of a sudden remember that, all of a sudden I become you frustrated become irate again, again. And irate and irritable. Okay. Yeah. And all of this aggressive. has to do with time. That's the whole problem here is time. Right. Well, yes, time it's is a catalyst. nothing to do with the annoyance of having to get COVID test every fucking time he comes over. Despite everyone else in the world being over this shit. Kate, here's a question I have for you. When is this going to fucking end? Well, look, look. <laughs> it's when the fuck is this going to be over? <laughs> Who? I can't. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a data researcher. I don't know. When Kate got exposed the other day, and exposes in very, very hard quotes because both, pe- both people were wearing masks. She said she was going through the seven stages of grief. <laughs> oh my god, the Kubler Ross model. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, I think I'm at acceptance. No, I'm not. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. what she said in the car. That's also cool that you went with the classic seven instead of the abridged five model. Oh, I didn't even know. Damn. You got to be up What's on your shit. Five? I didn't even tell Kate about the five because I wanted her to suffer seven times. That makes sense. I understand that. Wait, hold on a second. So it's denial, anger, bargaining. Sadness, acceptance. I can look it up. But hold on, in in the seven model, there's two that 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 are always ignored, and I'm not sure why. Well, you know what's nice about this too is when we actually get into these stories, we can apply these seven stages of grief to these stories. That's a great point. Because yeah. shock and denial, it. pain and guilt, anger oh, and bargain. Shock, shock and, and denial. denial. I never went through that one though. You were when you first got the email. You did go through shock. I, oh yeah, shock. Okay, okay but not so denial. They, not denial. Yeah, yeah that's where they, they they shouldn't merge shock and denial. Yeah, yeah those are two different. Those are two very. But different seven things. probably sounds better than nine. Seven's a great number. Seven's a great number. It's fine. Because they also add pain. They add two for most of these. They what add are, they add pain and guilt for the second one. Pain oh, and guilt. guilt. I forgot about guilt. I didn't feel guilty. You should. For what? Just for your general states. Actually, you know what I would feel guilty is if all my students got coronavirus from this thing, I would probably feel guilty. But also, there's nothing I could do. Anger and bargaining is your third one. I did do that. You did. You did bargain. I don't like how they're. Mer- this is. Why are they merging the two? I don't Anger know why they're bargaining. merging. 
I mean, I think that they think well, of it. Well, bargaining makes more sense to me than the other one. Well, actually. I think it's a stage. I mean, it's funny. They say, uh, you know, I think they're they're thinking of it as a stage. So you go back and forth between oh, these two emotions, you know. And I mean, if you're talking about it like a classic stage, you need two different players, you know, for an actor, right? Yeah. So we like got your play of taking the coronavirus test. Exactly, like depression, <laughs> loneliness, and reflection. Like you probably feel lonely all. out there sometimes. One. Kubler Ross regretted the that was nasty. <laughs> Edward, you just did the pussy eating thing oh, at the microphone. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Kubler Ross later regretted the misunderstanding of her original work and revised her five stage model to a seven stage grieving process. The stages of shock and testing were added so that the complete process cons- consisted of shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, testing, and what acceptance. What does testing mean? Testing the waters as to whether or not you can get past this, maybe. So, who wants to go first with a little tale? Wow, I'll go first because mine's long, and I might take a break halfway through. Also, that sounds good. I feel like this was your awesome idea. Cool. So, okay. Edward, you ready to go? I'm gonna pour some kratom into this water. Do it. You up. were supposed to do that several minutes. Ago. I might. I didn't want to make a noise while Brian was doing his intro. Now I'm gonna make another beverage for yeah, myself. Yeah, so, Kate, you entertain the imaginary listener with a solo monologue yeah. about acceptance. Do a little, little, little quasi. I don't know what I'm supposed to accept. <laughs> I no, no dead air. <laughs> Edward. Yeah, I, I know. I just spilled kratom all over your table. <laughs> what is kratom? We don't have to get into it. Okay. Um, see, I think. I think my Catholic guilt makes me feel like, to some degree, like I shouldn't worry too hard about it because I probably like should get coronavirus at some point. No way you actually feel like that. No, I think deep down I, I might. Really? Do yeah. you believe in God? No. But you believe in Catholicism to a degree? No, I'm just saying it, it stained me so hard. Oh, early. right, right. Sure, sure, sure. To some sort of guilt but you think, But you'd think that as a Jew I would also feel that way. Well, see, this is an interesting question. <laughs> Do you think that Catholic guilt is or Jewish guilt is stronger that's a good question. I don't know. I read something online that I liked. Mm. And someone just said, Catholic guilt is guilt for things that you have done, and Jewish guilt is guilt for things that you haven't done. In a, oh, that makes... Wow, that's poignant. Yeah. Who said that? I don't know. Some fucking like, Reddit comment. I was going to say, I, is that Reddit? I it seems it like, like, it seems like re- Reddit philosophy. Yeah. Wow. this all right so edward you ready to go all right i'm gonna go all right round number one edward shank let's go um investigative reporter edward here to tell you the tale of the classic (laughs) internet beef behind one of the most viral diss tracks of all time i'm talking of course about the notorious tiktok anthem i love friday's mia khalifa now for those of you who have been living on Saturn for the last decade, like Brian. <laughs> Mia Khalifa is a social media personality and sports commentator who first rose to fame working for the adult entertainment industry. Though her tenure in porn was brief, lasting either three months or over two years, depending on who you ask, she quickly became one of the top-ranked performers on aggregate sites like Pornhub and Xhamster, a standing which endured for several years following her exit from the industry. But before we explore what Mia Khalifa became, we must understand where she came from. (laughs) Did she do the Barca shit? Yes. Okay. Continue. (laughs) Continue, Edward. (laughs) Continue in this fucked up town. (laughs) Your fucked up little tale. (laughs) 
Mia was born in Lebanon in 1993 under the star sign Aquarius. She attended <laughs> a private school in Beirut where she learned, among other things, English. Her and her family left their home in 2001 in wake of the South Lebanon conflict and settled in Montgomery County, Maryland. She attended a military academy in Virginia and later graduated from the University of Texas at El Paso with a BA in history. Ooh. After graduating, she moved to Miami and got a job at Whataburger. It was here in 2014 when she was 21, shortly after undergoing a breast augmentation, that a Whataburger customer offered her a job working in the porno biz. After touring the studio, she accepted and shot her first film that October. A Whataburger customer. That's crazy. Yeah. It's very wild. See, crafters, your dreams can happen anywhere, anywhere, and anytime. Have you? I've never been to a Whataburger. Um, I think I went to one in Texas. Cool. But I wouldn't say it's memorable. I have no idea what, what happens there. Yeah. Um, by that but December, I guess this happens there. This, yeah. <laughs> okay. You get offered jobs. <laughs> by that December, Mia would be the most searched for actress on Pornhub. She garnered widespread attention following the release of a film shot for Bang Bros entitled Mia Khalifa is Coming for Dinner, in which Mia participates in a three-way with Juliana Vega and Sean Lawless, who play her stepmom and her boyfriend, respectively, while wearing an Islamic hijab head covering. Mm. Mia, you know how your dad, how the way he thinks, and you know how religions, how it is, Mia. You know this is unacceptable in this house. Your dad is very, uh, very, very, I, I don't mean very, very dishonest, I, your dad. I mean no disrespect. This is getting a little weird. Do you mind? I'm, I'm going to use the restroom. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? That's my boyfriend. That's my cock. Well, if he's your man, why he, it was just in my mouth. Fucking prove it. Get him off. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to say? This is ludicrous. Uh, that, that's why I wanted to leave. But, but I'll accept the challenge. Mm -hmm. The Bang Bros video was polarizing, to put it mildly. <laughs> it brought me instant recognition and popularity, but also drew intense criticism from writers and religious figures and online commentators, who took umbrage with the donning of a hijab for a porn shoot as the jobs are traditionally worn by Muslim women for the purpose of maintaining modesty and privacy when in the company of unrelated males, a practice that can be traced back to the Quran. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. As the vice president of marketing for X Hamster noted, yeah, come on, Brian, take this seriously. I am taking it seriously. The outrage that the scene caused in the Arab world ended up being a bit of a Streisand effect. Wow. Suddenly everyone was searching for her. The effort to censor her only made her more ubiquitous. In the days and weeks following the video release, Mia was flooded with death threats. Lebanese Twitter accounts called her a disgrace to her country and encouraged Mia to kill herself. Damn. Um, a doctored ISIS execution video depicting Mia being beheaded was circulated online. See, this is why I was watching uh, ISIS videos and put right, right, the car sure. over here today. Well, tell your story about the car over here, as an aside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we just need a, just a, just to mix it up a bit. I, I guess there's not that much more than what you just said yeah. to it. Yeah, sure. No, well, no I just... think the funny part was you didn't know you had arrived well, because I, you yeah, were so was... engrossed in the video. <laughs> You're ruining the lead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I took a car over here and I had my earbuds in and I was watching the Nick Berg um, ISIS execution video so I had never seen it. And um, 
you know, that's why you watch it on this video because you've never seen it before. True, of course. And then um, I didn't realize that we had been sitting outside of your house for about a minute with the guy telling me that we had arrived. (laughs) (laughs) And when Edward showed up, I asked if his beef was between ISIS and journalist heads. But continue, Edward. Let's go. Uh, Nick Berg wasn't a journalist. Um, And Dr. ISIS execution video depicting Mia being beheaded was circulated online. Not long after, ISIS sympathizers succeeded in hacking her Instagram account and posted propaganda all over it before it was eventually taken down. When oh wait, we have to stop. It's Keenan. Okay, let, let's put a let's put a little dog ear on that one. Okay, crafters, ladies, gentlemen, whatever the fuck, we took a break for a minute and Edward got fucking heated. So Edward's ready to continue his tale of woe and let you people know. Brian, I'm sorry I snapped at you about not knowing that Nick Berg was not a journalist. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I still don't know who the fuck Nick Berg is. He, he was a radio tower um, specialist who went to. Um, Iraq to inspect a radio tower during the height of the war in Iraq. <laughs> so he's just a random civilian? Yeah. Damn. From Pennsylvania. Damn. Is um, he from your hometown? Not my hometown, no. But close to your hometown? He's from my home state, I'd say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. I was just checking to see if you had a personal interest in Nick Berg or not. But I guess, I mean, Pennsylvania is a very big state. Huge. Did you say Pennsylvania is the biggest state? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would do. I like the soft voice for you, Edward. Continue with your story of Mia Khalifa woes. Thank, thank you. No problem. You're um, a real journalist, Edward, just like Nick Berg. <laughs> <laughs> when Mia's parents found out that she was doing porn, something she could no longer hide from them, considering <laughs> how famous her scenes had become, they... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Just don't worry about that. What was that? Oh, that was a that was a friend calling me. How did you turn it off using your computer? Uh, I had my phone hooked up to my computer. It's fucking badass. Now it's worth noting at this point that despite what many people assume about her, Mia is not Muslim. Actually, she was raised Catholic, though it seems she abandoned practicing the faith in her early adulthood. Why would you say that? Because she stated that in interviews. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay. Um, it's also worth noting that Juliana Vega, who portrays Mia's stepmom in the scene, also wears a hijab. Uh, yet no controversy befell her. The assumption is uh, is that since Vega uh, Vega is Cuban and thus not rooted in a culturally Muslim part of the world, people were less provoked uh, to read her performance as a betrayal. Uh, given that once again Mia was raised Catholic Christian and she hadn't lived in the Middle East since she was seven, the logic here seems a little sus. But nevertheless, there you have it. I like that. Um, but not all the attention was... God damn it. This is so sick. It threw the cracked screen, <laughs> just trying to read this long-ass screen. I love it. Uh, not all the attention was bad. Some people really liked Mia and her videos and thought she was cool. Some people thought she was totally awesome. Some band no one's ever heard of called Time Flies made an homage song to her. Time Flies. Anyway, in January 2015 interview with Washington Post, Mia avowed that the now infamous coming for dinner scene should be regarded as satirical and added that there are Hollywood movies that depict Muslims in a much worse manner than any scene Bang Bros could produce. Other articles and interviews from this time revealed that the controversy had taken its toll on her, even souring her opinion regarding her once beloved home country. Um, Part of what likely made the controversy so strenuous for Mia was that she was put into the unenviable position of having to publicly defend something it seemed she wasn't all that jazzed about doing in the first place, a.k.a. wearing a hijab for a porn shoot. As she would later recall in an interview with the BBC, when the company pitched her the idea, she was less than thrilled. Her knee-jerk reaction was to say, you're going to get me killed. Hmm. 
which she says was met with laughter. But despite her misgivings, she agreed to the shoot, something she now regrets. The sudden fame and notoriety proved to be too much. Mia broke off her contract with Bang Bros in early 2015 and kept a low profile for a year. She sought employment with more straight world cred, working briefly as a paralegal and then as a bookkeeper. But at this point, she was too well-known to assimilate back into casual anonymity. Eventually, she decided to embrace her fame, and she did some webcam modeling and photo shoots, but kept it softcore. She pulled some numbers playing Until Dawn and NBA 2K17 on Twitch. But the next chapter of her professional life wouldn't be kicked off proper till fall of 2017. Wow. When her agent found her work doing sports commentary, something she'd been passionate about all her life. It's so funny to be passionate about sports commentary, but continue. Though her new new career path wasn't without its snags, i.e. the commentary show she co-hosted, Out of Bounds, only lasted four months, and the one after that, Sports Ball, not much longer, it seems to have been headed in a more preferable direction for Mia. Being one of the most recognized porn stars in the world had come with a lot of baggage that clearly weighed on her psyche, but she was finally coming to terms with it and was learning how to use that fame to jumpstart new and better opportunities. Mm. And this was the state of Mia Khalifa's life at the beginning of 2018, a slow reclaiming of her name and image. Who knows? Maybe by 2019, (laughs) search engine results will be more reflective of this new sports commentator persona she was building, and Mia could regain some semblance of control over the public narration of her life. Mm. Hmm. Wow. So, So what's what's the... the Yeah. We're about to get to it. Oh, okay. Okay. But why don't we take a little (laughs) break from here... Do you want to go into your beef, Kate? Or should I go into my beef? I can go into my beef. So my... All right. All right. So my Now beef, Kate's excited. Yeah, Kate yeah. was just on her phone throughout. Yeah, Kate throughout was, was Instagram. Not paying attention. No, that's fine. Well, I mean, that's this, I this, this, to, it was long. And no, no. I, that's, I need to multitask for me to understand something. Like I draw in class. No, I understand. Like you, like you said in the Judge Judy episode, you're fidgety. Yeah, I'm fidgety. You are fidgety. Um, Always have been. Anyway, though. Ev- everyone go out and Google um, the Judge Judy episode <laughs> with Kate and Brian right now. <laughs> I'm not involved in that. That's not me. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's someone else. Continue, Kate. Look up best Judge Judy <laughs> ending ever on YouTube. Continue, Kate. You should go to Etsy.com and look up Edward Shane. <laughs> I oh, bet there's on, something. <laughs> I bet there's something there. <laughs> Equally as embarrassing you as sh- the Judge Judy. You should Judy. go to Bang Bros and, and Google Brian Blomer. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you should go to X Hamster. Is that what it's called? X Hamster. X Hamster Dance. Next hamster dance. Go ahead, Kate. Well, go and go no in your beef. Okay, so my beef is actually a world beef against a person. A world and beef. What is a world beef? It's like an everyone beef against one person, and then that person's particular beef with another person. <laughs> so, Anna, you need a different toy. So I'm here to talk about the YouTuber Amberlyn Reed. So for all of you out there who don't know, <laughs> Can, that's a, that's her noise. This makes sense for her actually in some ways. This is like Peter and the Wolf. Okay, that's yeah. Amberlynn in the background. It is, it is like a Peter and the Wolf situation. You, you we'll get to that. that okay. It is. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but I do kind of like it. Yeah, no. Let's keep going. This is like this is like a Peter and the Wolf situation. That's the one where that's the one where the wolf says the Peter says there's no wolf and then eventually there is a wolf and no one believes him. That's right. And then yeah. he also he he like kept trying to find his grandmother in the woods. Yeah, yeah. This is this is exactly like that. So, 
Our girl, Amberlyn Reed, um, if you don't know her, she is a YouTuber, famous mostly for doing mukbangs, if you don't know what mukbangs are. Kate yeah. Kate tells her parents about Amberlyn Reed's ongoings all the time. Kate's been following Amberlyn Reed for how many years, Kate? Like seven years seven. or something. Like very, very, Almost since the beginning of her channel have I been That's following cool. her. Now, earlier you criticized the number seven, but now it seems like you've kind of come around to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about facts and statistics, so that doesn't have to do with love or hate. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right, Kate, continue. Okay. Kate's heated. Kate's I'm ready heated. for drama. I'm heated. I'm always heated. I want heated. the drama to extend okay, into well, us by the important. end of there's it. An, there's a question. In you don't this. do your pussy eating face <laughs> on the microphone again. Continue, Kate. Okay, so Amberlyn means. fucking damn it. <laughs> right. You. you guys. so nasty. All a right. hush goes over the room. All right. Oh, right. So Amberlynn Reed is a YouTuber known mostly for mukbangs, which are, um, so mukbangs. Sounds disgusting. What does it mean? It means eating show in Korean. And basically people go on YouTube or whatever platform and they eat in front of the camera and people are supposed to watch. And the original intent for them was because in Korean society, it was really shunned on to eat alone. Like, yeah, because it's very social and being with other people. Where yes, the long the long term so, listener will remember that we did a whole episode did, on right, this exactly. because Kate will not stop fucking talking about this. <laughs> so, Continue, Kate. So anyway, so <laughs> for the true sociopaths out there who, who who are listening at like episode four of the show right. when we first started doing it. So so she does mukbangs. However, and you did a Eucharist as a mukbang. You did the uh, how to take communion mukbang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Continue, Kate. Good. Continue. Oh, thank you. Um, but anyway. In, oh, so she started her YouTube channel not to be a mukbanger, actually. She started it as a weight loss journey because she's, I think when she, she started, she was in, in the 350s pounds, maybe. Okay. But over the past couple of years in doing mukbangs and being on this channel, she, it's, it stopped being an, uh, lose weight journey and started being about mukbangs and then she gained so much weight she was almost 600 pounds wow. which now she's now she's slowly losing it again and i she might have just gotten under 500 but but she keeps you know she yo-yos about it so uh -huh. she's probably back in the 500 again yo -yo dieting she is she she is and she she has a binge eating disorder so she says importantly i think she does i believe i believe her but okay. the, here's the here's you know the, the great problem. thing about binge eating disorder hmm is that an acronym spells it exactly where all those meals take place? Oh, God. In bed. Wow. That's, That's house. really nice. They don't always take place in bed, sometimes in your car. This is true. Go ahead, Kate. I don't know. But you've got the DSM 5 tattooed on your chest. Continue, Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, okay. So throughout her years of being on this channel, she started off very loved by people who were excited to see her doing losing weight. She was actually trying in the beginning. She was doing jumping jacks. And, and when did you come in and start following this? So I started following her right as she was getting together with Destiny, which was, I guess. I guess I don't know how long ago that was. But in, in her weight scale, was she? She was pretty big. So Destiny's her ex-girlfriend. Well, let's start okay, from sorry. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, so Kate's okay. a real historian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she starts this channel to lose weight. She's she's losing weight, kind of, but like her also historian. not really, right? And so, Brian. sorry, don't interrupt me with your feminism. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> sorry. So she. <laughs> Keep so, interrupting, dude. Yeah, you're... All right, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. So, okay. So God then, so she's she's doing good. And while all this is happening, she's 
living at her ex-girlfriend's house, whose name I forget. Casey, maybe? But Casey, maybe, was even before this. Crystal. She was living with her, her ex-girlfriend, Crystal. She has cool girlfriend names. Yeah. So Crystal is, they're doing good. She's losing weight. However, she's having a hard time because Crystal's parents don't want her to stay there. They don't, they don't really love her for whatever reason. She breaks up with Crystal. She moves in with Destiny. But in this interim time, she stops losing weight and starts gaining weight because she's making all of these excuses for why she can't lose weight or why she can't work out. Her back hurts, like she can't work through it, all of this stuff. So in this time, she decides at at points up and again that this isn't going to be a weight loss journey. Meanwhile, she keeps saying, and her first video explains that it is going to be a weight loss journey, which is important because it's the first inconsistency in her story. So throughout this, throughout her tenure on YouTube, Amberlynn Reed has done these, all these little inconsistencies throughout. Like she tells these, well, we'll call them baby lies. Sure. So, some of them are major lies, but some of them are baby He's lies. He's looking at me and laughing because she uses baby lies as a, as a indicator that I've made a baby lie. She accuses me of baby lying all the time. Yeah, it's like you tell it's a like small a lie, lie that you think is for whatever reason and Brian's constantly telling me. <laughs> But so is Amber Lynn. nodding. So is Amber Lynn. That's why you like me and you like Amber Lynn. <laughs> so is Amber Lynn. And then, but some of them are bigger lies. Like at one point she told. Edward is seriously like, huh? Oh, huh? I'm learning. I'm He's yeah. learning. Edward's interested. Oh, at yeah. one point. I cannot give a fuck less. Continue, King. Thank you. God, guys. This is important. At one point, she lies, for example, this is not a baby lie, this is a big lie. At one point, she implies to YouTube that Ka- Casey, her ex, like abused her, for example. I thought her ex's name was Crystal. There was Casey, then there was Crystal, then there's... De- okay. C- Casey was in the very beginning. We didn't even meet much of Casey in okay. the vlogs. Um, so anyway, so that's, a, that's an example of a bigger lie she told. A smaller lie she tells is like, changing the date of something or saying she uploads something at a time she doesn't and then people look at timestamps and things in the background and figure out that she's like lying about when she recorded it because she doesn't want people to know that she pre-records her videos which is dumb because every YouTuber does that sure. so why she cares is who knows so anyway all of these baby and big lies are piling up until uh, I think now it was probably a year and a half ago or almost two years ago she's diagnosed with uterine cancer and Damn. at this point, yeah, at this How'd point. How did you find out? So I'll tell you. Okay. At this point, she's almost 600 pounds. It's in the it's in the peak of her weight gain. And she tells the internet that she's having like some weird symptoms, like her periods being weird, all of this stuff. And she doesn't go to the doctor for a really long time, like months. In part because. Her, was her period too often or not happening enough? What happened with it? Me, I don't know exactly. I don't think she says, but she says that things are being weird. Um, And then one night, she does tell us this. One night, she's like bleeding a lot and it seems insane. So she goes to the doctor. So, okay. So she gets diagnosed with uterine cancer. However, some of the facts surrounding this uterine cancer are kind of suspect. Like she doesn't know what grade it is or what type it is, which are things that, you know, you would think they'd tell you about the cancer. Also, (laughs) they give cancers grades. Well, yeah, it's like. A great, like, grade, 
grade B stage four or something, okay. which means like the grade tells you, you how stages like the actors. Well, no, so I understand yeah. stages. I well, what it is, is I'm pretty sure <laughs> not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that it's this, the grade tells you how fast it's growing and the stage tells you what stage it is at that time. Interesting. So mm. she, ha I think it's like, Grade B stage two uterine cancer or something like that. It was like, it's not, it wasn't like super bad uterine cancer, but, but anyway, she doesn't know this for months. So when she's, so when she's first telling everyone about the cancer, she doesn't have answers about this. Also, she can't actually fit in a MRI scanner is part of the big problem. So they, so they don't really know. They're just like sort of guessing around it's, it's she, or so I she never says. I thought about MRI scanners and obese people. Yeah. It's I ableist. love an MRI scanner. MRI scanners are ableist. Wait, but but you're saying, Brian, is that you love them because of that fact? No, I just love them in general. I just really like Do you like think them. they're relaxing? Yeah, I think they're so relaxing. It's like going to a spa. Yeah. It's so nice. And you get your head, your head is in that pillow of foam that squeezes up and holds your head in place. You can't move it. It feels so good. <laughs> it does sound nice. So, okay. So, so all of this happens at the same time her current girlfriend at this time is Becky and Becky's mom is dying of breast cancer. Right. Okay. So she's doing things like she, she's doing suspect things all this while, like making, um, go fund me's for her mom that turn out to be scams or she doesn't give the mom the money or she, or she'll leave like a I'm rude sorry, message. Amber Lynn is or Becky? Amber Lynn is. Okay. Um, or she'll she'll do things like leave a weird message for Becky's mom on her phone that somehow gets leaked and put on the internet where she's kind of being rude or telling her mom she's being ungrateful or something. It's really weird. weird. Yeah, it's super weird. So so anyway, people are all up in arms like, why aren't you treating Becky's mom well? Like she treats you well. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like sort like, of like a, a competitiveness because they both had cancer. Yeah, pro probably something like that. Meanwhile, she's going through her own cancer. So anyway, she has a hysterectomy. And uh, apparently her cancer is all gone because it was stage two and they removed like all of the organs. And she's really upset about this. Mm. However, I could see why someone would think that she's not being as upset as someone like might be in this scenario, you know? Like she doesn't, she, she, there's one heartbreaking video and it is heartbreaking where she's first told she has cancer and she's like hysterically crying on camera and everyone's kind of like, oh no, like there's no way she's going to survive this cancer, you know? Um, and, and so anyway, so then she gets the, she, then she has the hysterectomy and she doesn't put any of this footage on the, on the internet. She's talking about other things. She's, I think still she doing mukbangs. like hysterectomy footage on the internet? <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like, like eventually yeah, she Yeah, that's does. suspect. <laughs> well, but she's, but she's not, you know, she, she's, she, <laughs> she's definitely fucking lying. <laughs> she didn't put it on the internet. What is that? I'm sorry. It's the, the fucking the goddamn table yeah. broke. It's the table that broke last time. It's cool. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just but, leave it. You know, people. people <laughs> it shocks you. And for, for last time it happened, and this time he grabs his chest and just goes <gasps> like like a cartoon. Continue, Kate. Continue with your tale. But no one expects. 
no one expects her to like just be living life normally. I think is is the thing, and she's still like eating McDonald's. Like she hasn't changed any of her oh, habits. I see. Yeah. So everyone, habits are hard to break. They are, but you would think. I don't know. I'd hope to never know, but but you would think if you. Kate's always worried cancer, that this is going to happen to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the cancer, just just, just becoming. Uh, you know. Uh, Look, no one ever thinks you're going to get to be six hundred pounds. No one ever thinks you're going to get cancer. Like. I think I'm going to get cancer. Why? I don't know. I just I feel like it probably will I happen. I hope you never do. Thanks. But anyway, people expect her to change the fuck out of her lifestyle because she's 600 pounds. And, and uterine cancer, one of the major factors for it is obesity. So people are also kind of like, people are also kind of like, oh, she caused her cancer. That's mean. I don't think it's right to say that. But people have all those sentiments. Then... So, so it goes by. She moves into a new apartment. She breaks up with Becky. Now she's seeing this girl who she, who everyone calls wifey, who she won't name. It's like a whole Damn, thing. Damn, she, uh, she's but fucking, she's, she's pulling. Yeah, she's pulling. She does, she, she does, pulling. she does. She goes from girl to girl. Also, her and Becky were engaged and then they broke up. Also, so this is another baby lie she tells is that she, she, ref- she, so they, she and Becky are engaged. They break up. Becky puts her ring for sale on Facebook and she says it's a size bigger than what Amberlynn claims her ring size is, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so she's telling lies like that all the time. And then, quick, okay. so Quick question. Yeah. When she, for her mukbang content? Yeah. Like, what is her primary food? Is so it she all has. Over the place? Is it fast it's food? all over the place. It's a lot. She used to do a lot of fast food. There was one. So in the, when we were texting about this, I told you guys about Shrimpgate. Yeah. So Shrimpgate was when she she gets this whole party tray of 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 cocktail shrimp, you know, just like <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, Kate. Sure. And as you do. Yeah. And and then she proceeds to eat them all. Like, I don't know, sixty four shrimp or something like that. Until really all of the shrimp, you ate a whole party tray of shrimp. Yeah. Where did you even get that? You just went out Three to chairs. buy it because you wanted it? Yeah. You were like, this is going to be my snack today? Yes. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, she, as she, we don't need to harp on. Shrimpgate is, as she's doing this, she's telling the audience why mukbangs actually are healthy for her. And her explanation is that, her explanation is that she's, she's less likely to binge on camera when she's being filmed, which I actually kind of, I don't think that's impossible. But then she is eating a whole shrimp, so. Okay, so the, 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 the narrative is that if the camera's on, you're less likely to binge, but then she's also completely eating a, binging a, essentially a party tray of shrimp. Exactly. Okay. And people started calling that shrimp gate because of how ridiculous it was. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> but anyway, to, to catch you up to speed. But you know, just on this, let, if I may. Yes, yes, of course. I'm not going to interrupt like Brian does, no, but yes. I'm going to ask if, if I may. Fair enough. Sure. Um, shrimp, a shrimp, especially one in like one of those party ones, like mm-hmm. not like a, a like a Russian huge shrimp or not Alaskan shrimp. I'm right, saying. sure. Um, Jumbo shrimp. Thank you. That's what <laughs> I was looking for. Um, they're but like they're the bite sized. You can just like eat. Sure, but you can't eat sixty of them. Why? They're not popcorn. That's insane. They're too like proteiny. It just doesn't. I don't know. I couldn't do that. I could eat like four. But why maybe shouldn't five. you? It's probably bad for you. The why? Mer- I mean, first of all, there's a mercury situation. Oh, oh, is there? I'm sure there's a oh, mercury it, situation. That, that's point one. Let's say, let's, say, let's say there is no mercury in shrimp. But why? I don't think they're a low-calorie food. I mean, I don't know, but they're like... Interesting. A lot of this hasn't really been fact-checked. I've not fact-checked the shrimp gate shrimp 
but but just watching watching somebody who's that big sure eating all of those shrimps telling well, us that that's that healthy not, for I, her no, like, I, 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 under, I, just, I understand that I understand the humor in that I just I just think that ostensibly eating like 30 shrimp might be akin to eating like a regular meal maybe not 30 how about how about 20 give me 20 shrimp yeah, you could maybe. But eat does 20 shrimp, shrimp have but... any uh, like dietary? Like, does it help you in any way, or is it like but, a loss that? negative? Well, I, I, I could ask you the same question about what you had at the restaurant the other day. What did I have at the restaurant the other day? Um, did we go to a restaurant the other day? Well, a while ago. <laughs> the pasta. Yeah, pasta. Oh yeah, that was so good. <laughs> the pasta was <laughs> yeah. really good, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, can we go there tonight? Yeah. Anyway, it's up to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to have but, a fucking beef. So where is the beef here? Okay. No, so sorry, here, no. So well, I wanted to know. I wanted to clear that up because right. I'm curious. I, I'm curious about the shrimp gate. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong. Let me put this in the record. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with eating a whole bunch of shrimp. Edward, no, I mean, Edward, that you're not binging while you're binging shrimp, then that obviously is right, a, bit, that's the problem. a bit sussy. 64 that's, shrimp that is a little thing. wild. I mean, did you do 64 shrimp when you did the whole? Okay, 64 so it wasn't shrimp. 64, but it How was. How many was it? It was. It was probably it was between 30 and 40. I'd say. So you got close. That's a lot of shrimp. But it's yeah, anyway. You're not so, worried about gout? Gout's the number oh yeah, one the killer. Gout's the thing. Now, how, why are you connecting gout with shrimp? Gout and shrimp, they're connected. How do you know that? I don't know. Just fucking old It does seem tales. like you'd get gout from that. It seems it's, like you get gout. A lot of seams that. being thrown around. <laughs> here. Let me throw out. Let me. Let me. Okay. Let while me, you Google this, let me yeah, let okay, me tell yeah, you about yeah. the beef. You know, we don't Google shit on this show. No, you know what? Actually, say no. Go ahead, because I, I kind of want to know that. Yeah, All Google. Right, fine. Because you're going to. if you want to do the shrimp thing again, this is your own drama. This is giving you now. This is making you want to do it. Gout from shrimp. We could do it tonight. That'd be fun. No, I don't want a mukbang shrimp tonight. No, I mean you don't have to. We just watch Edward do this. Do you want to watch me eat shrimp? Fuck Bad yes. news for shrimp lovers. Shrimp belongs to the very high purine category. Foods in this group contain anywhere from 100 to 1,000 milligrams of purines per three-ounce serving. Serving Gout sufferers must usually avoid purine-rich foods. Wow. You know what? I, I've been standard cor- I stand corrected. Do you have a gout? Shrimp, no. crab legs, okay, so lobsters, oysters, and shellfish are the number one causes of gout. Damn. Damn. I yeah. thought gout was like trench foot or something you got from like being in a war. No, I think it's autoimmune, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a uric acid builds up in the blood then causes inflammation. I thought it was genetic. No. I mean, you're more you're predisposed to more uric acid collecting in your blood uh, with genetics, but I mean, uh, Damn. it's I a uric acid. Hold on, let me Google a, a gout fact. Who the fuck gives a shit about gout? <laughs> where, uh, where is this beef going, No, that's going, fine. Let's, no, let's, let's, <laughs> okay. We're just going to talk about gout. <laughs> the craft of gout. <laughs> ah, gout is an inflammatory disorder, but it is not an autoimmune condition. Interesting. Anyway, cool. so, Kate's, so... Kate's an amateur WebMD <laughs> motherfucker. Like, Kate's like... Kate's hypochondria has led her to do all sorts of diagnoses for people. This is true. Uh, anyway, point. Here's the beef. So, right. yeah, the where's beef. the beef? Where's yeah, the, the beef? So, days and months go by. Like that old Wendy's commercial. Yes, exactly. Days and months mm. go by. There's no more talk of the cancer. Everyone assumes she's like healed and fun. Enter Nikocado Avocado. So. <laughs> So, Enter. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know who Nick, who've also been living on Saturn, who's also been living on Saturn and aren't familiar with Nick, I, I, I don't give a fuck about any of this he's, shit. <laughs> he's also a mukbanger. Yes, YouTube. he is. And he, um, 
You know, he started out as a vegan, actually. Yes, he did. And and how do you know this, Edward? Everyone knows about this. So I have no idea about this. He's he's thin. It was him and his boyfriend. He had a parrot on his shoulder. Mm. I've heard about this parrot, and I've heard about a sloth. That yeah, he, he had has a sloth too. for a minute as well. With his, I think. Didn't the he abuse the or? sloth, and the the government of Portugal or whatever took the sloth from him? Yes. Something, yeah. Mm. So anyway, good. So as much as Amberlynn's a mukbanger, she's also sort of a vlogger and like does other things. But she story her vlog- time shit, or is it about her life mostly? No, she doesn't really do anything. Is the thing like she Got tries you. to do vlogs, but she never leaves her house really, except to get groceries. So they're like, "Here's my collection of buttons. Now I'm selling stickers." Like, this I don't know. Selling stickers. She is. She's now selling stickers. That this is this is a whole other conspiracy because also everything she does becomes a conspiracy, pretty much like. The ri- there was ring gate, there was shrimp gate. Now there's this sticker thing where like she bought all these stickers from Walmart and she's trying to like secondhand flip them to people. She's trying to flip stickers. Yeah. She used to be a Walmart employee. Wow. Was she? Yeah, she was, wasn't she? No, I don't think she ever worked there. Okay. I, I gotta she, say that she used to be a home health aide. I know that. Okay. I don't know anything about this woman except for what you told me. So as far I have as no f- idea. The flipping hustle, I can't think of a worse thing than stickers. I know. They're like 10 cents. Like, uh, like if any, like I could see maybe she made her own sticker, but these but are just stickers said. you that's buy at a the, fucking store. That's the entire internet's critique is why aren't you selling stickers that you like make? Why are you just selling things? Also, she did the same thing with earrings. She collected a bunch of earrings and tried to sell those and that didn't work. So now she's on to stickers. But anyway, so. She's got a monetize So, she, Which is all to say. Amberlynn Reed isn't exclusively a mukbanger. Nick Akato is pretty much only a mukbanger. Like, yes, but I would say the amount of cringe factor and self-destructive behavior became more about watching like a, a train fire. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, he's, he's also me, ballooned. Uh, Amberlynn sounds pretty good. Nick Akato sounds pretty bad. I mean, Nick Akato. I think I'm on Team Amberlynn. Oh, now. yeah. Me, same. I'm always on Team Amberlynn. So and, and Nick Akato is more of a villain. For, okay, well, so for anyone do? who doesn't know, like Nick Akato basically just he, he started, know. he just started like, you know, as like doing, try, treating like mukbangs as like they were originally treated. And then as time went on, just became enormous just ate all these foods that he originally talked about how he did not want yeah, to eat because he, he was vegan then all of a sudden he was just binging like insane amounts of fast food taquitos um ramen ramen just these crazy he, he'll eat like six packages of ramen with like a bunch of cheese in more it. yeah he'll, he'll, he'll like have he like does a, like 10, a stack calorie of like the blue heat yeah um, i saw takis. that i did yeah. I totally and then saw he'll, like, that. Make and the green blue one heat taki pasta this yeah, fucking crazy. like like literally eating off of like a blacktop they have at like a restaurant. Yep. in like the kitchen. Okay. But so and and starts crying halfway through, and oh yeah, talks he about cries how a he lot. like hates himself and he hates his weight and he hates recently everything though. And this recently, is what this shit is like. Why you, the fuck are you guys? I've never seen this. I can't. You're you're not acting right now. You. you no, really, I swear to fucking Christ, I've never once. It's seen pretty this engaging. Guy. It's, it's pretty engaging. engaging. I also, heard his voice for two seconds. And I said, "Kate, turn that shit the fuck off." I'm not fucking dealing. Also, with this. also, let me just make this point. Yes. He he I has he has as the more he he sort of delves into psychosis, he becomes more and more of a spectacle. So yes. now, if you've seen any of his recent videos, they all start with him like <laughs> bouncing around Walmart and just like acting bananas out in public and he wears this shirt with his face his face on it crying bunch, on it a bunch of times and he has a website repeated. he has a bunch of merch and, and he sells them. it on a website called it's just waterweight.com because it was a viral thing yeah. that he said in one video talking about this enormous weight gain he had put on from just and he keeps saying it's just water and then he has shirts that say things like I identify as skinny uh huh so where's the beef okay so here's the beef <laughs> <laughs> for the love of God 
I, I've enjoy, I'm enjoying this, by Thank the way. Thank you, same. No, it's fine. I'm just fucking, for the love of Christ. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Continue. So, so first, so the only last thing I'll tell you about him is that... like you aren't even speaking English anymore. <laughs> it's like English words are recognized, but like most of them are just like, what the fuck are you talking so about? So they both have large platforms, like pretty biggish platforms. Uh-huh. So... I think she has like, two, what does she have now? Like 200 something, and he has like a lot too. Um, yeah, 200 is. something people. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, thousands. That is thousands. big for craps conversation. I can look it up exactly if we care. Um, Nick Acado, Avocado, uh, more recently kind of like blew up because it seems like he's oh, killing yeah. Oh, my God. He has three million yeah, I was subscribers. Say, it has to be in the millions. And he wow. also. Um, so that this, so this is why it was such a big deal. Like had to get a CPAP machine. It's just like in bed eating with a CPAP machine on. Yeah. Is a CPAP with the shit you wear when you go to sleep? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's no good. That's no good. Um, but so anyway, he's a big you channel. at me with CPAP. <laughs> like, you know, I love that shit. <laughs> Continue. Amberlynn Reed is also a I big. I got beef now. <laughs> a big channel, but. <laughs> I got fucking mad beef. I got mad Wait, drama. Is that shellfish? Is that a. They're, wow, they ate a giant 10-pound king crab in a mukbang. Yeah, see? They Yuck. do this. Look how many eggs they're eating here. Like, six Ugh. eggs. Nasty. Anyway, he has a big, the, he's a big platform. The, the, okay, so the beef, so the beef. The beef. The beef. For so, the love of okay, God. So, no, I, I, I like this meandering so a few weeks, So a few weeks ago, Jesus he goes on his channel <laughs> and, and throws down the fact that he doesn't believe Amberlynn ever had cancer. Wow. Oh, I did not know about this. Yeah. Bombshell. And I'm sorry. Can you remind me. What, what, the hysterectomy was when again? A couple of years ago or okay. something. Like a year and a half ago. Maybe? So he's been holding on to this fact for but just a rainy day. However, uh, one of the um, like drama channels that does commentary on all of this, I think it was Karina Kaboom, she said that she thinks that he was plotting to do this for months because in a previous video, he said something like, Recently, everyone's been making fun of me because of how fat I am. I'm going to start some drama that takes the attention off of me. And so then he did this. Damn. And so Amberlynn was obviously super upset. Mm-hmm. In one video, she said she was a dietitian and she had one client and it was him, which was a weird thing. And people were kind of like, what is going on? But then <laughs> Amberlynn a couple Reed said she was a dietitian yeah. and she had or, one client. Or Nikocado. Yeah, yeah. That's confusing. It was confusing. No one understood it. And then she does this video where she's hysterically crying. And she's like, I can't believe he would say this shit. And then she posts a bunch of, then she posts an image of the grade and stage of her cancer, as well as a bunch of photos of her in the hospital getting the hysterectomy. And is like, no, this was serious. To, to Nico's Cotto's credit, which I don't want to give him any credit, he didn't say she had no cancer. He said she, he was like, she probably just had pre-cancer, right? So it was, it was the kind what of the lie that was like. pre-cancer? It's like, so before it's like you pre-cum. have cancer. It's like it's just yeah. <laughs> I know. I know that's where it was all going. So before you have Touch cancer, it's like you're, you're, so when you have cancer, <laughs> your cells change from normal cells to cancer cells, right? Gray. But it's not just like one second they're normal cells and the second sensor the cancer cells. Like it goes through a whole decay, like a whole process. A gray process. A gray, yeah. A necrosity. Exactly. Mm. And so, anyway, so she was really upset, and now they have this major beef that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Everyone's talking and about it, including your favorite crafts the, podcast. But the thing yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, 
I fully believed the whole time she had cancer, but a lot of people didn't just because of how many lies she told. That's why it's the Peter and the Wolf story. Mm. Because because of the baby lies, though? How many, yeah, the, how many baby lies God, equal a real... So many. Like, so many baby lies. She was lies. telling a million. Also, recently she... But you don't she, tell baby lies just in conversation sometimes because you just don't remember or you're just short Well, no, sometimes things. you get you like guess a fact. And she's you, talking like, for okay, hours, but, right? According to how much I've heard you listen <laughs> to this woman, isn't she talking for hours and hours? Like, of course you're going to make some mistakes. She's only well, human. Like, so recently, this other thing happened where she... <laughs> you know, I hate this fucking woman. <laughs> recently. I'm going to go online and bully her. <laughs> <laughs> recently, recently. As, as Kate Levin, I'm going to fucking bully this no, woman. No, <laughs> I love her. We have, we have a very real parasocial relationship going Kate's on. Kate's told her parents at dinner about Amber Lynn and what she's up to before. And That's it's, cool. It's I, crazy. I know. I, I, honestly, I, every time you talk about I think it's great content. I always enjoy it. Thank you. Damn, I, I'm the exact opposite. I think it's terrifying anyway, and bizarre. Anyway, the, the last thing <laughs> 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 fucking crazy that you would ever be interested in the ongoings and personal life of a 600-pound woman versus a super fat crazy man. What the fuck is this? For someone so thin to be so obsessed with this. And also, Kate's running around on this rug inside and listening to to Amber Lynn talk about her dramas with this fat man, and it's crazy. It's completely insane. So there you go. I don't know what kind of therapeutic uh, analysis we can go there. I don't think this is in the DSM-5, even though it should be. That's it. There you go. Cool. That's my speech. Wait, so what has been the fallout from... Has Nick Akato backed down from his cancer... I don't uh, think uh, so. Uh, I tried to call out. No, not that I, not that I've seen. And she has she provided any sort of receipts to uh, of proof that she had. Yeah, so she did. So in that whole montage, in in this montage, that's like anti. That's like a. That's like, you know, her response to him. She posts a screenshot of her portal, her like health portal, saying. This is stage two. Here's That's que- how I knew it was Here's stage a question two. I have Whatever. Yeah. With all internet beef, do you think they planned it together? This this one, no. She was she's way too she's not a good actor and she was actually very upset. And I don't know why she would want to give her medical records like randomly to the world, except because she's losing subscribe so this is sure. She she has been losing subscribers recently and at and has not is, been Is there something that inspired this sudden she- Dropping. Right, so so potentially it could be a money grab. She has this new girlfriend who apparently likes really fancy sneakers. So what kind of sneakers? I don't know, just like fancy ones. It's, she just says she's a sneakerhead. She's trying to not to give information about her, but people are. So she's out. beautiful and she's a sneakerhead, and she's with a Amber. Where do they live? They live in West Virginia. No, 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 uh, Kentucky. Okay. Anyway, that's my beef story. That's your beef story. All right. So should we go with Edward to finish or? Uh... Yeah. Do you want me to? I liked it very much. Thank um, you. Do, do you want to go to <laughs> me to finish or I'm sorry, to finish the story and then you end, Brian? Or do you want we could to do it do... that way? You yeah. have to okay, finish eventually. That. Mine is a lot shorter than these these two very long, sure, very, very pronounced very insane scopes here. Very interesting, too. I think I say very you guys interesting. Are both also. very interesting. You guys have always been interesting. I have to pee really bad. Now let's okay. take a break. Okay. We'll be right back, crafters. Don't go anywhere. 
All right. If you're just joining us, we're back. And Edward is ready to hit the hit the brakes, hit the skids, and join us back again. I know you're all salivating to hear the rest of Mia Khalifa's Tale of Woe. So, Edward, let's go. So we all remember that <laughs> Mia Khalifa was finally coming to terms with it and learning how to use that thing to jumpstart new and better opportunities. And this was the state of Khalifa's life at the beginning of 2018, mm. a slow reclaiming of her name and image. I, I'm seeing you grab your phone and immediately go to Instagram, Kate. Yes, this is bullshit, Kate. Do you see how You're rapt, not listening? with you rapt how... attention that I was listening to your story? story? And you see how I'm looking at Ed, yes. like directly look... listening okay, with full intention. It's harder for me to listen when I'm not doing something else. I, at least just, at least give it like one and a half minutes. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Immediately on Instagram. <laughs> He's looking like, I hope somebody messaged me. I hope I get a message. January of 2018 was a very interesting month in the Gregorian calendar of human history. <laughs> very interesting indeed. A month chock full of events so tremendous, they are sure to tingle the spine of even the most checked out and cold-hearted historian. <laughs> Why, it was that month that Australia's first ever same-sex marriage took place. The World Health Organization announced that video gaming addiction meets the classification criteria <laughs> to be considered an official mental health disorder. A precocious young vlogger named Logan Paul was slapped with sanctions by parent company YouTube as punishment for his horsing around the Japanese suicide forest. <laughs> Simon Shelton Barnes, the actor best known for his portrayal of the Teletubby Tinky Winky, died of, died of hypothermia after falling down a well at the age of 52. Wow, how did he do that? The Taliban successfully no, wait, killed him. I want to know about that. How did he fall down a well? Uh, it doesn't, doesn't say here. Um, what the hell? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> for Teletubby to the Taliban. Cecily <laughs> uh, killed 100 people in Kabul by detonating an ambulance full of IEDs. Okay. Sci-fi pioneer Ursula K. Le Guin succumbed to a heart attack in her palatial Portland estate at the age of 88. Damn. And Bruno Mars won Best Song. Wow. I remember all of that. Unfortunately, all of these savage and epic events would be overshadowed by what was to happen. What was the Teletubby guy's name? Simon the Shelton Barnes. Okay. Okay, keep going. Overshadowed by what was to happen on an unassuming Sunday of January 28th. That day, an Instagram meme page called Trash Pump posted a screenshot of a tweet from Mia Khalifa's Twitter. The tweet featured a photo of a young woman in a hijab smoking a blunt. Above it, a caption reading, She's so disrespectful to all Muslim women and gives us a bad image shaking my head. The woman in question was 20-year-old Pakistani-American Aksa Malik, one half of the at-the-time relatively obscure Atlanta-based hip-hop duo I Love Friday, alongside Zeno Carr. The image of Malik, known by her stage name Smoke Hijabi, was from the music video for I Love Friday's track Hate Me. According to Malik, when she saw the screenshot of the tweet, she was taken aback by Khalifa's brazen hypocrisy, considering that what Mia did while wearing a hijab was far more taboo than just smoking pot. Mia Khalifa tweeted that I'm disrespectful to Muslim women when she's out here sucking dick and getting her pussy busted wide open while she has her hijab on. But I'm disrespectful. So, you know, we just made a diss song. What was, uh, what, what, did, what did she feel that you were being disrespectful about? Because I smoked in my hijab, which it, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that, but it's like, like, what I did was nearly was not nearly as bad as what you did. It's like, 
I sin differently than you, so don't fucking come at me for it. Yeah, it's like if someone robbed a store and then someone else killed somebody and the dude that killed somebody is like, why'd you rob that store? It's just like, yeah, bro, you killed somebody. Why are you talking? I'm like, don't be pointing fingers at me when three fingers point back at you. True. Um, so the duo quickly went to work. On the, Did you find out why he fell down the well? He didn't. He fell down in the street. No, that's not what I read. It said he it said he fell into a well. Oh, I guess he was in a well between the building and the street. Oh, that's street. right. Oh, because he was high concentration of alcohol. Yeah, it was the alcohol yeah, thing. Okay. Damn, a Teletubby. That's how Tinky Winky soon. died. Yeah. Damn, Tinky Winky. Apparently, he was, was loved by many. Was he the gay one? Uh, yeah, Tinky Winky was. Damn, um, I remember that being a big deal when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. a whole thing. And see, this guy, Stephen Barnes, was homophobic, so he struggled a lot with being called gay. Damn, that's like George Banks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the duo quickly went to work on a diss song, as they call it, and on February 12th, 2018, a mere 15 days after the screenshot was originally posted, I Love Friday dropped their new track called Mia Khalifa Diss, or simply Mia Khalifa, and colloquially known as Hit or Miss. A music video for the song soon followed up, uploaded to YouTube in early March, and begins with the still of the now infamous tweet. Brian, would you like, do you know about this song? Would you like to hear the song? I guess so, sure. I've never heard of I Love Friday. We can also just get pizza. Okay, we'll talk about <laughs> dinner later. So here, I'm gonna, I'll play, play a little bit of the song for you. This is exciting. We're listening to music. This is new. This is fun. This is original. Kate's thinking about dinner. This song is cool. Oh, that's the emu. Yes, thank God. Thank God. You get really good. You get really good uh, audio on your phone. It's a newer phone.
balls like it's FIFA So this is a, this is a so this is like a song about her. Yeah, and a, like a foreign sucking dick for a foreign car is that like a Hyundai or Honda or? It's probably a Hyundai. A Hyundai. Okay. Cool. Okay. It was probably a Suzuki Samurai. So yeah, it's it's Day their Woo. It's their diss at her. So they were they. Do you uh, not want to hear the full song? No, I mean we can. I mean I guess I can listen to the full song later. Is there something like interesting <laughs> that happens in this full song? I just thought for context you might want to hear the entire well, we song. Put, we should put the song in it so that. No, I know, but I thought it was funny to make Brian listen to it right no, now. No, I don't want to listen. <laughs> to okay, the whole fine. Thing. I get the idea. I get the okay. idea. So now, though the song enjoyed some attention on YouTube, <coughs> hit or miss would go viral proper that fall thanks to TikTok. Okay. One account in particular that really fueled the spread was user Nyan Nyan Cosplay posted a video in which she lip-synced the song while dressed up as Nico Yazawa from the Love Live School Idol Project anime. Okay. Her TikTok was picked up by a meme account and went viral, and after that, the song spread across the app like kudzu. Everyone did a lip-sync video to it. Belle Delphine, Sniper Wolf, Diane Reem, Michael Schnur, <laughs> everyone... <laughs> Is Diane Reem active on TikTok? Oh, yeah. That's so sick. By December, I Love Friday's track had become so omnipresent on TikTok that a new challenge meme was spawned, dubbed the TikTok Test, where users would record themselves in a public setting, frequently a Target or a Walmart, and shout, hit or miss, then wait for some stranger to offer back, I guess they never miss, huh? By February 2019, at least 4 million different Mia Khalifa videos had been uploaded to TikTok, and the original music video had been viewed over... 50 m -m -m million times on YouTube. One source describes the song as the most well-known viral TikTok meme in the Western world. And at the time of this recording, the music video has over 127 million views. Wow, I've never heard the song before. Well now, Kate, hmm? you must be saying to yourself, <laughs> wow, pretty impressive for I Love Friday. Hell yeah. Not only did they craft a skillful and memorable takedown of the sinful temptress in only two weeks, and they got their message out to the largest possible audience that they could <laughs> using nothing but meme warfare right it's crazy that ought to show mia you're probably saying to yourself right kate i am saying that you're probably thinking uh serves that slut right for no, being such I'm a stupid hypocrite i'm not oh, thinking okay. that oh. so um what are you thinking kate I'm well, Kate, before you go off another one of your sister <laughs> misogynistic tirades that you do all the time when the mics are off, there's something you should know. There's something you maybe already do know or assumed, and maybe even the imaginary listener tuning in right now knows. Mm. The tweet that kicked off the whole beef never existed in the first place. Hmm. What the fuck? The screenshot was a complete fabrication, no more real than the video of ISIS beheading Mia. Oh, wow. Crazy. Khalifa never tweeted anything of the sort. The image was made as a joke and a rather obvious one at that. Damn. Wow. That's housed. So obvious that you may wonder how Aksa Malik and Zeno Carr ever took it seriously to begin with. 
I Love Friday has always stood by their claim that they thought the screenshot was real and didn't question its validity before releasing the song. After all, it was this assumed authenticity of the tweet and its balls-out audacity that drove I Love Friday to go in go in on so hard, Mia, uh, in the first place. Uh, however, I Love Friday's claim has been the target of a lot of online speculation. First off, if you know who Mia Khalifa is and what she's famous for, the hypocrisy presented in the tweet comes off as so absurd it's hard to think of it any, as anything but a joke. Mm. Um, secondly, it wouldn't have been hard to corroborate the post's authenticity by simply going to Mia Khalifa's Twitter. True. Yeah. All of this has led some to believe that I Love Friday are flagrantly lying. Hmm. Wow. This, and this isn't a baby wow. lie. This is a That seems like a major this lie. This seems like a lot bigger than a baby yeah, lie. Yeah, definitely. The hunter becomes the hunted is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, maybe they thought the tweet was real at first and then realized it wasn't shortly after, but the idea of writing stupid. a diss track using the post as a launching pad was already too engaging for them to pass up. Mm. Um, maybe they Too big to fail. Maybe they knew from the get-go it was fate. But they liked the content, so they didn't care and didn't matter, as it was part of the creative process, and Mia Khalifa was just another collateral damage victim in the attritional war of art. Some had speculated that I Love Friday, specifically Aksa Malik herself, was behind the image of the Trash Pump IG account, mm. an account which has since been deleted, but neither of this can be confirmed or denied. Wow. Um, maybe, just maybe, hmm? I Love Friday is telling the truth, and it was all an innocent mistake. Well, then, you might say, Brian, mm-hmm. I bet people give a lot of the, the I Love Friday a lot of slack for falling for a meme. Uh-huh. And I bet people disavowed the track after they realized Mia had been unfairly maligned. Mm-hmm. Despite everything that's happened, I truly believe people are good at heart. Wrong again, Brian. <laughs> is that what I was supposed to say? That's what you said. Okay, cool. That is what I said. The vast majority <laughs> seemed to accept I Love Friday's confusion as reasonable, and there was no coordinated public reframing of the song. It just slapped too hard. Damn. Hmm. It sounds like it did. <laughs> it sounds like it totally did. You may be wondering. God damn. <laughs> I'm not wondering shit about this. <laughs> what did Mia have to say about all this new attention and criticism? Did she set the record straight? Did she? Did she denounce I Love Friday? What did she do? Saying the band name is stupid and Time Flies was a better band name? <laughs> That'd be cool. No, Brian. Okay. She didn't. In fact, she didn't address the song publicly whatsoever until after its relevancy as a meme had faded. Wow. Interesting. That's, That's probably a good strategy. And even then, she doesn't really talk about it that much. Okay. She just says she avoided TikTok for a long time because she felt like every kid in the app was just laughing at her. Mm. Well, they weren't. At least not forever. Hmm? In June of 2020, the hashtag Justice for Mia began cropping up on TikTok and other social media sites, spearheaded by mostly Gen Zers, and it quickly blew up. There had been a renewed interest in Mia Khalifa that started in the fall of 2019 when she was interviewed by the BBC and the Washington Post wrote an article on her. She was opening up about her time working in the uh, adult entertainment industrial complex and what she regarded as the predatory and exploitive practices at play in the mm-hmm. business. This was when she revealed that despite being one of the biggest porn actresses in the world, mm-hmm. she had only netted $12,000 total from the dozen videos she filmed for Bang Bros. Damn. Um, peep, hold on. The way my phone is, I have to like zoom out to like go to the next page. Damn, you have a whole other page. <laughs> no, this is cool. <laughs> I just saw the text amount of it. What the fuck? <laughs> Keep going, Edward. <laughs> they, you know, people started seeing her as a more sympathetic character. Um, 
The narrative shift was <laughs> narrative shift was in full effect by June of 2020 when the Justice for Mia hashtag was trending on TikTok. And it was then that I Love Friday decided it was time to issue a public apology. Oh, that's nice. So on June 30th. That's so big of them. That's right. On June 30th, they posted a video to their TikTok with Oxa and Zeno side by side in what oh. looks like a photo booth looking into the camera gravely and sounding a bit meek. Let's listen. Oh, my God. Hey, hey we're Isla Friday. So everyone knows the hit or miss song, also known as the Mia Khalifa diss track. We made that song two years ago. We were young and we were dumb. Looking back on it, that song is very disrespectful to Mia Khalifa and also any other people, male or female, that have worked in the adult film industry. And we did not know that that song was going to be as big as it is today. Which does not excuse our actions. But moving forward, we are not going to bully anybody. We apologize to Mia Khalifa. We're sorry. We're really, really sorry. And I'm No so more diss songs. We're not making any more diss songs. And I'm super happy to see her move on from it and be a better person and be in her relationship and i am all for getting her videos taken down because that is disrespectful that she is up there and not getting compensated for that that's so wrong and we're so sorry for the disrespect that she had to endure because of our song justice for mia justice for mia okay Damn, free so mia. i have a question about that yes let i would like to hear yes i'm so ready to entertain was, your question what was the internet's response to this were they like oh my god that's so big and good of them or they were they like yo that's fucked up that they did that fucked up that they apologized no fucked up that they did it in the first place so the while there was a little bit of pushback because people saying that the song which it basically is it's like pretty slut shamey and like shitting on someone for having sex or whatever a woman for having sex sure um like basically it was just so fucking catchy and just such yeah. a meme on tiktok people didn't really care that much especially the first person who like sang the song nian nian cosplay mm -hmm. she didn't even like she just she did like the first like 15 seconds of the song i think he what does he want does he need to go in the backyard i'll take him in the backyard continue he did the first like first fifteen seconds of the song and like didn't even know what the song was about. So like a lot of oh, people yeah, like just yeah. didn't really care. Right, right, totally. That seems that tracks in my mind. Yeah. Um. So. So where's the beef? Let's go. That was the beef. <laughs> no, hold on, beef hold on, hold on a second. I'm not done yet. There's a okay, lot of okay. beef in that. <laughs> um. So does Mina, Mina get the final word, Mila? Now, it, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, it, that excuse, came out of nowhere. Excuse me. Okay, sure. It is curious that in their apology, <laughs> they never think to address the biggest hiccup, in my opinion, in the beef narrative arc. And that is the fact that all their animosity towards me in the first place had no credible basis in reality. Mm. The tweet that they based it off of wasn't fucking real. And they should have, it should have been an easy search to find out whether or not Mia had criticized Smoke Kajabi or not. But they just yeah, loved the true. idea. They just, they just went with it. They, they did no research at all. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's the biggest sucker punch of this whole affair. But anyway. So, Brian. Yes. You're probably thinking. I don't know what I'm thinking. Wow. Look at them taking the high road, doing a full 180. Definitely was not thinking that. That gets me right in the feels. <laughs> Did not say that. Bazinga. I, I tip my hat to you, kind sirs. Swag. The fuck are you talking about? But not so fast, Brian, because not everyone was taking Mia's side. Damn it. Perhaps most notably of all, one of your personal favorite content creators, Bang Bros. 
In early what July, what the fuck are you talking about? Bang Bros launched a website called FactsBeatFiction.com. Okay. Under a large header reading Mia Khalifa Facts, the site reads, Although Mia makes many false statements, innuendos, and accusations, we have tried to stay silent and allow Mia to have her publicity stunt without responding. Mia has taken our silence as an all-clear to not only continue to ramp up her false statements. Oh, banana. To not only continue, continue, but to ramp up her false statements. We therefore have no choice but to respond to the most glaring, objectively false statements. So here are some of their claims. Claim. Mia has repeatedly stated that she only made 12000 in the adult industry. The facts. Mia received in excess of $178,000 from Bang Bros and its affiliated entities alone. Claim. Mia has repeatedly stated that she was only in the adult industry for three months. The facts. Mia performed with the adult film and cam industry from late... So mid to late 2014 through July 2017, two years and nine months to be exact. Mia has repeatedly claimed she told producers, you guys are going to get me killed, i.e. the hijab scene. The statement never happened. In fact, Mia, according to Bang Bros, in fact, Mia had a lot of creative control over the ideas for the site. Are Bang Bros the ones wearing skeletos? That's like a thing they do, right? Don't they wear those like shoes with the fucking? You can see all the toes. I'm not sure. I'm not a. I'm not a Bang Bros watcher. Okay. I don't know. It's just something I've heard. A lot. No, I've never seen that. It seems too. like you know you, about you watch, their. You footwear. know about their footwear a lot. Their skeletons. <laughs> bang Bros wearing skeletons. That's a that's an old Pups and Trouble tweet. <laughs> yeah. <God damn>. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. God damn it! Fuck. Little dog buddies. <laughs> Okay, so um, fuck. I only have eight jokes in my life, and I just have to repeat them when they come off. Hey, but they're good jokes, man. Okay, though. okay. Jesus fucking Christ, little dog. That's okay. Let him. He's fine. So anyway, um, <laughs> this is like torture. Continue, Edward. So, in light of all this, you may be thinking, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So in light of all of this, this Bang Bros website, you may be thinking, hmm, I wonder what I Love Friday thinks about all of that. Well, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, well, there's no way they decided to comment on Bang Bros' response and tack on a denim to that apology. Uh, did, would they have? That would be messy and confusing, right, Brian? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong again, Brian. Sorry. Because I Love Friday released a follow-up to their apology a few days later. Cool. They had another song already ready to go. When they made their apology, they had another song already made. They were ready for this. Hit or miss part two never came out. 
Damn. Yeah. It so seems I Love Friday lost what little credibility they had left. They're a bit goofy. Never heard of them before. But the, it's cool that that guy was behind the camera for the second video. That was cool. Yeah. It's cool when you got the guy, you're like, you know, I don't even have to be in this. I'll just film this and yell shit from the other yeah, side. Yeah, yell shit, yeah. That's well, like cool. a lawnmower's going on in the background. Yeah, that's how heated we are. See, that's cool. It's cool the drama got them heated. Yeah. So that's the beef. That is. Now, that's however, serious beef. they did do a diss track against Whoa Vicky. Damn. Oh. Whoa. Anyway. I like Whoa Vicky. 23 and Me. <laughs> 23 and Me done twisted her whole life up. This is, a good, <laughs> this is a good segue for my beef, which is I'm going to send you guys a photo. So I don't have to turn my computer around. I'm going to send you guys a photo of the two main characters of this beef. Okay. I don't know who these people are. So this is, this is the Space Ghost part beef with Little Sharky. Little Sharky is the child on the left. He's okay. 11 years old. Okay. And he's cool. an 11 year old rapper. Okay. Basically, Space Ghost Perp got into like a ton of beefs with a ton of different rappers. I went old school. I was like, you know what? The greatest beefs are it's rap beefs. Awesome. And this is my favorite rap beef of all time because cool. it involves this guy versus an 11 year old on Twitter. Awesome. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to show you where it starts and I'm going to show you where it ends up. And it's quite a road with a little bit of twists and turns. Awesome. So any questions you guys have, go for it. I have one question right off the bat. Let's hit it. I know nothing about Space Ghost Perp, but I am very curious. Um, why why is that his name? At being a Space Ghost Coast to Coast fan myself. I think he does like Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Rolls. His first mixtape had Space Ghost on it. Awesome. Yeah, cool. for sure. And the NASA mixtape. His shit's great. He's a good cool. rapper. And cool. I mean, I think he's a very creative person, but he went really wild on Twitter for a very long time. Hell yeah. Because I think, I mean, he claims he's bipolar and that's part of it. Oh, hell yeah. But Respect. I think he's an incredible poster and I love his shit. I think you guys are going to love it too. Sick. Well, I have one more question. This one's right. for Kate. Mm -hmm. How's your game going? It's going well. Okay, I'm focusing good. really well right now. All right. Cool. So you guys ready for how this starts? One, two, three. Sir, sir yes, sir. sir. All right. So. August 30th, Space Ghost Perp tweets out. August 30th, what year? This is 2014, yeah, I believe. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with Yeah, 2014. <laughs> yeah, 2014. August 30th, 2014. Space Ghost Perp tweets out, mixtape title, Cracker Feet. And then I can't see the picture. Space Ghost has gotten his Twitter deleted multiple times. So okay. You'll see why. But he posted mixtape title, Cracker Feet. And then Little Shark says, want a feature. You guys know what feature is in rap things? <laughs> It's like when you're on someone else's yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, shark, little shark drops in, want a feature? Uh, Space Ghost responds with, fuck you, Heath Newbin, in quotation marks. I have, a, I have a question. All right, hit me. Little Sharky, how did they first start making stuff? Um, that I don't know. Did, I mean, how famous were they? Was it like a, a... I don't think he was that famous. Was it like a Lil Tay? And maybe not like huge or anything. Okay. Just like a little kid rapper. I think okay. this is like, this is how he rose to fame. Where's he from? He's from Augusta, Georgia. But you'll find out more about Augusta, Sorry, Georgia okay. later. Right. Um, Little Shark responds with, come on, bro, please just feature. The song is called I Fell the Fuck Off Two Years Ago and Sucked Dick Behind the 7-Eleven for Cash. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Who said that? Little Sharky. Oh, Back shit. to the rapper. So this is how it starts. Holy shit. What the fuck? So you drop that. <laughs> Damn. Space Ghost Perp responds with, no. Go away, squirt. <laughs> squirt. <laughs> Little Shark responds with, you got people named Young Banana Peel fucking with me now. Shaking my head. <laughs> Space Ghost Perp responds, stop writing me, Ginger. Little Shark responds with, look at your avi. You're squatting in it so you can practice the spread eagle for your butt buddy, Young Simmy. <laughs> Space Ghost Perp responds with, 
LOL, you ain't never going to be shit in life. Your mama going to die of cancer. Your daddy going to die in a car accident. And you're <laughs> oh going to get AIDS. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so going Jesus. very hard, very quickly, which I, this is why. And I how like old this, is this kid? Like, this kid is 11. Oh, my God. And his name is Little Shark Hold 11. on, but, but, but Space Ghost Perp said the, the thing about car accident, cancer, and AIDS, right? Yes. To the kid. That, but to be fair, I mean, the kid came out swinging yeah. immediately. Exactly, exactly. Do you think he, do you think that Sharky wrote that or do you think someone wrote his thing? People claim that Sharky's older brother writes this shit, but nobody knows for sure. But I'm going to continue. This is from Little Shark. You didn't start the underground and my life isn't ruined. No one fucks with you because you arguing with an 11-year-old and really mad. (laughs) Space Ghost Perp responds with, LOL, and I'm glad your old ass grandma died too. I used to fuck that hoe gums till her wig came off. I miss oh that old God. ass hoe. <laughs> Little Sharky responds with, Space Ghost Perp is lying in his basement with his hoodie on, clenching his fist, saying, I promise you, Lord Infamous, I'm going to kill Little Shark one day. Then calms down for a day. And then the next day, Space Ghost Perp responds with, Why Little Shark look like he collects rocks? <laughs> <laughs> Little Shark responds with, go back to stealing Route 66 clothes from Kmart and recording your... (laughs) (laughs) And recording your songs through Facebook voice message. Space Ghost Perp responds to that with, it's fucked up that Little Sharky got molested and raped as a child. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna let everybody know because I'm the only one that knows. (laughs) Little Shark responds to that with, did you record your whole discography with cup phones? Space Ghost Perp. Cup phones. Oh, okay. Like, a, you know. Sure. Like a, yeah. Well, what an what, what actual child-ish pull there for Exactly. Kid, yeah. Exactly. And that's when Space Ghost Perp calms down a little bit and says, this N-word Little Shark swore he could turn into a Super Saiyan in the mirror after you watched Netflix. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? what do you say? A Super Sa- Saiyan. No, no. Like a the- Super Saiyan or whatever. Oh, okay. Did he Super s- Saiyan? Yeah, sure. Space Ghost Perp is talking about how he, he little shark thinks he's gonna become go Super Saiyan. Yeah, you know? I don't know how you say that. Did he use the phrase N word or did he actually say? No, he said he said the word. <laughs> <laughs> he said the word. There's a lot of there's a lot of that word <laughs> in this. Um, from Space Ghost's side, not from Little Shark's side. Obviously, Little Shark is a little white child, so he's not dropping the N bombs. Um, little Shark responds to that with, I fucked Space Ghost Perp's mom. It's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Space Ghost Perp responds back with, Little Shark swore he could morph into an animal after he read Animorphs. <laughs> Space Ghost Perp responds, wow. Little Shark responds to Space Ghost by saying, uh, Space Ghost died August 31st, 2014, death by shark attack. <laughs> That's so cute. Space Ghost responds to Space Ghost in an unrelated tweet. He's not responding to Little Sharky, but he has been responding to Little Sharky all the time. Says, I'm going to start molesting young rappers. <laughs> if you're under 25, you're getting molested. <laughs> Little Shark takes a beat and then responds to the original comment. Space Ghost perp looks like he sells church shoes on the street under Broad Street. Under the bridge on Broad Street. Space Ghost Perp responds to that. Why Little Shark look like he catch fake seizures in the middle of Walmart if his mom doesn't buy him Capri Suns? <laughs> Space Ghost Perp looks like he used to sell college textbooks out of a shopping cart is Little Shark's response. Space Ghost Perp responds to that with... It, this is, has got to be his brother. These are yeah, way too clever. Yeah, but he's 11? Like, yeah, he's 11. No, yeah, this is yeah, not He, he doesn't him. even know what half these are. Like, mm, Well, this... 
So space goes perp. It's this is what's really cool about this is he responds like back and forth in tow, and then later he hits it like super hard, and we're about to hit it again because it's obvious probably to anybody reading this that he's like he just gets madder thinking about it, and then it's just like I gotta hit him back. So do you, so okay. So my initial take was that um, this is kind of like tongue in cheek. Like it, it sounds like. Uh, to me, it seems like Space Ghost Perp kind of finds this amusing that this, like, dumb little kid is, like, shitting. So he's just, like, having fun engaging in this, like, troll back and forth. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But it just, where it gets interesting is when he comes back with, I'm going to start molesting children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this is the next one. Uh, Space Ghost says, yeah, I'm white and I like having sex with boys. I listen to black guys rap music and get inspired and say the same things they say, like no cap and bruh. But I really, <laughs> I really come from a neighborhood called Corny Creek right by the prairie. I like when men fuck me, but don't tell my dad. Little Shark responds to that with, is it gay to fall asleep listening to Space Ghost perp? Like he's just there whispering into your ear. <laughs> Space Ghost perp responds to that with, the younger me was ignorant as fuck. I'm older now, and I support honky prostitution and honky human trafficking. <laughs> to which Space Ghost Perp responds with, honky is a racist term, you racist piece of shit. Wait, hold on. Space Ghost Perp said that? or uh, No, Little Sharky, Little Sharky said, that. said that. Okay. Little Sharky is coming back in with just, you know, a little bit of the shit. But Space Ghost Perp responds to that with, fuck out of here, Christian, looking like you collect frogs at the lake. I can't wait for Fourth of July, ass. And then he drops another one of the words. <laughs> A little shark responds to that with, you look like an autistic dark whiz Khalifa. And then there's a bunch of stuff. Space Ghost Perp basically goes back into time and starts making fun of all of uh, Little Shark's photos. <laughs> Which wow. is a sick move. Little Shark had posted a photo of him in a Jeep. And Space Ghost Perp commented, fuck yeah, dad's gone. Let's flex in the golf cart. Lonnie. <laughs> Little Shark responds with, that's a Jeep, bruh. Something you'll never sit in. <laughs> <laughs> and then Little Shark responds later to the main thread and goes, you can keep on sending me pics of little boys with hats on. This is Little Sharky. I know that's your fetish. It's just not funny. Space Ghost Perp responds with, in time, you're not going to be relevant. I'm surprised you even have Wi-Fi living in the middle of nowhere. Little Shark responds with, I live an hour away from ATL, bitch. You live in ghetto-ass Miami or Cape Coral or wherever the fuck you are. Space Ghost in turn says, I know because you're standing in your avi like you're getting prepared for your school picture. That's why. <laughs> and the photo, I will send you guys the photo real fast. This is the photo of uh, Little Sharky's avatar right here. And he's he cute. He's wearing a shark shirt that says Big Trouble on it. Oh, my God. He's so, He's a little angel, this guy. Damn, Kate's okay. biological clock is just going ape shit. Yeah, Jesus. I want one. Getting, Your biological you, clock is getting wet. You want a little sharky? Yeah, I want <laughs> a little sharky. You want. you want a little child that beefs with grown men online? Yeah. Wait, so why is this on spaceghostperp.com? Well, because I'm getting to that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Eventually, I'll just go ahead and I'll go ahead and go with that. Eventually, it ends up with uh, Little Sharky hacked Space Ghost Perp's website. What? And then posted his own photo there and a link to his own mixtape and was bragging about it online, how Space Ghost Perp was shouting him out and how the beef was over, you know? But then Space Ghost Perp was really mad about it. Yeah. So fucking... Um, after that happened, Space Ghost Perp responded you, with... You, maybe we could hear a little song from this mixtape. Sure. 
If you want to, put it on. What? what is, that's it's called the Shark Tank. Yeah, I mean yeah. He, he's got a beef one. He's he's got a beef song where he raps on Space Ghost Perf's own beef to be maximum disrespectful. What's it called? I think it's called Little Sharky Space Ghost Perp Diss. See, I think that Space Ghost Perp and Ace Up Mom, they photoshopped them to where they're like looking like they're kissing. I see. <laughs> See, he's all upset about the whispering in the ear thing. The whisper in the ear thing is is, is a major point for him. The space goes perp like fucking talks all low in his tracks, like he's like mixed down. So you get the idea. Yeah, cool. So to that, Space Ghost Perp responds with, we kill 11-year-olds where I'm from. Beef ain't shit. <laughs> nice. A little wow. shark responds to that with, Space Ghost Perp drowned in the shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Eventually, Space Ghost Perf kind of moves on from the beef after the whole website hacking thing. But I got two. I got one. The whole one. So, like, yeah, like, I feel like, wait, so once the website was hacked, what he gets it back into control. And at that point, he probably is like, I don't want to fucking do anything with this stupid kid. Yeah, he's just, he just kind of is like, he's over all this bullshit for yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, there's way more stuff about uh, Little Shark says that Space Ghost Perp is punching holes in his walls while whispering to his three six posters about how he's going to kill me. <laughs> And fucking, uh, you know, he he's like, Space Ghost Perp, stop crying. Stop stop going directly into violence. You're better than this. I won the beef. Um, Space Ghost Perp, a lot of people online think that Space Ghost Perp has a breakdown from this. Like, they view this as the catalyst of his breakdown. And this is another tweet he made this year where he goes, at FBI, Miami, Florida, please arrest me. I can't stop masturbating. <laughs> and here wow. is a real... So he was tweeting like like basically like a thousand times a day. Okay, so he was like like it was like mania style. Like he's super manic. Yeah. Here's here's another tweet that thread that I really liked. It's uh, starts with fuck animals and fuck PETA. I'm (laughs) kicking puppies. Kick that bitch ass puppy. Let me fuck your puppy. Let me stick your dick in your tiny ass little puppy. I got to go to anger management tomorrow, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And that was in the span of 33 minutes, 30 minutes, 29, 28, 27, 26. So it's like in a five-minute span, he let out all those tweets. Cool. Wow. That's amazing. In 2018, though, 
Just had a long talk with little shark at Chuck E. Cheese. We're okay now. That's from Aww, Space Ghost Burp. That's so nice. Wait, how long was that after the website hack? Four years. Four, oh, okay, so wow. This, okay, interesting. Wait, that's so cute, little shark's been around for a while. Uh, been, is he still active? Wow. Oh, okay. Whoops. In 2018, uh, or in 20, 2014, like the website hack made the rounds. Like it was in the Miami New Times, which is Space Ghost Perp's home paper, and it was on Complex and all these other things about how Space Ghost Perp was beefing with this 11 year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh, uh, people were obviously joking him real hard about this. But then in 2021, tragedy strikes. So Little Shark isn't really like active that much anymore. He's like 18 now. But according to Little Shark's older brother, the rapper who would have turned 18 year old, 18 years old, died unexpectedly. Oh, no. And the official cause of death was not revealed. But sources, uh, sources are saying uh, that it was a suicide. And oh, this, wait, what? Yeah. So. Oh, my God. This really took a turn. <laughs> it really takes a turn, right? This is Little Shark's older brother. My baby brother Brent, aka Little Shark, passed away today. The best brother I could ever ask for. I can only hope your pain is over with and now, and you're in a better place. I love you so much. I will miss you more than anything. To which face goes perp response. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking that little shark pack. Rest in pit. Rest in piss, boy. With the laughing emoji. Oh and then he posted God. a video. It's a 13-minute-long Instagram video. Where he's pointing at a photo of Little Sharky, aged 11, and just laughing. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Do you have that video? (laughs) Yeah, I have the video. The video is online. This is an amazing beef. This this beef is insane. Guys, I like our beefs. We did good jobs. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the twist of it. I mean, I'm a little bit like, I'm a little like, I don't know if I believe it, to be honest. What do you mean? It's documented, isn't it? I mean, it's on Legacy.com, but it kind of seems like that's the only, like, real, like, it was listed in a couple of hip-hop things, but I don't know if this guy's actually died or not, or if he so, just wanted to stop rapping. So... I'm calling... I'm a little suspicious. So, well, you, can, so you, you didn't actually look into easily. whether or not... Yeah, it isn't... Just Google, just Google I Googled his name. his name, and there was a Legacy.com thing. That was it. What's oh, Legacy.com yeah. Legacy. mean? Legacy.com. That's, like that's like a death site. But do you right? have to like, be like legit to find, get that? Is it like yes, findagrave.com? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. My homepage? Isn't it, isn't, huh. isn't, it like, isn't it a website where you like leave notes or something? You can leave notes, but I don't know if it's legit or not. No, that's legit. The brother got $8,000 on a GoFundMe after this. $8,000? <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's not, you would think he could garner That's, more than you that. You think he'd be pulling better numbers than that? Yeah. Basically, Space Ghost Perp got a lot of controversy for that. But then a couple days later. Wait, that, wait sorry. What, what? Space Ghost Perp got a lot of controversy for making fun of little Sharky. Um, but then um, he says, white people still mad at me because little shark died. Like, bro, who gives a fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> This don't, doesn't don't make act like you, you care, Kate. Who this, cares? No, this doesn't make you like Space Ghost, I have to say. It makes me like him more. Really? Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, see, this was this was going to be my question to you both, is who's the hero here and who's the victim here? I mean, in some ways, Little Sharky did did play on a he man's did. phone. No, he did. He, he did. did he, really, he, he really started this beef up and really antagonized this man, who may I, or may not have some mental issues. I don't really know? see hero or victim out of either true. of them. Yeah, that's true. I think true. they're both I mean, just living their I lives. I think they're just both like, having fun on the computer. True, true, true. I did think they had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds fun. It seemed like they, they were having fun being creative with their disses. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, they had a lot of good times. A lot of, like, very nice, uh, a lot of very nice disses. Hold on, but now I want to know if Little Sharky is actually dead. 
See, I that, believe he is. That's a question that I had. I'm I believe he suspicious. is. I believe he is. And also, if he de- if he wants to leave his rap life behind and go do something else, then God bless him. We should let yeah, him do true, that. True, 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 true. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to go to college. Maybe he's studying to be a vet. True. But just I don't know. Interesting. Just interesting things to think about. Huh. Well, that's what well, we like is crap. Interesting. That was some beefs. Um, that was some beef. We'll we'll do maybe we'll do a little follow up to see the exact um information about little sharky stuff. Okay, sure. I mean I guess we're not gonna do any follow up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do follow up. All right. So um thanks for we have a dinner reservation at nine thirty. Well we don't have to go. I was thinking maybe we get takeout. I don't know. I kinda <laughs> I'm like tired now. I don't really want to go anywhere. But you love. But I'd Frankie's. pick it up. But we could pick up Frankie's. Nah, maybe. we just go there. No, I don't fuck think I pick. And what I'm going to eat in the car, or I'm no. going to come back here and then take the train. Nah, no, nah, because then we can drop Edward off at Atlantic Terminal. Okay, fine. This is sick. This all stays in the fucking program. Yeah. Well, crafters, what did you? Oh, Edward, you're the host. You can end it with a statement. You got a statement? I got um, one final. Or pizza. We could pick up pizza. Okay. What the fuck ever. No one gives a shit. I got beef now with you. Mm-hmm. I got one final thought from Space Ghost Perp, and I'll let you handle the actual outro. You ready for this last thought? It goes along with drama and everything. H- else. How about this? I didn't. I don't have an outro. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were the host, Edward. <laughs> um, now I got beef. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think uh, thank you for listening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, passing it over to you. All right. Well, life has no meaning as a crafter. You get in all sorts of beef. Remember my duck decoy from the beginning? Yeah. That's a major fucking issue and a major sticking point with me. And similar to the Space Ghost thing, I always, my first reaction to any hate online is to immediately go into, you should kill yourself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to murder your whole family. Yeah. That's my number one reaction. That's a good it's one. good to take a breath and step back and know that you have a burner account for those sort of things. You can respond to that later in a burner account. But then as you transfer from one account to another account, you realize that you don't care. And that's the biggest part about internet beefs is unless they get really heated nine times out of ten, just better not to give a shit but i got one word of wisdom one last final word of wisdom from space ghost perp that says if she fuck another man kill her and him (laughs) and then the follow-up response to that is don't let nobody stop you from being happy or great in life be happy and avoid drama very nice cool wow there you go amazing see you next time crafters great go ahead go ahead edward See you, see you next time, Crafters. Suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga, suck a nigga dick, for two thousand legs. Suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga, suck a nigga dick, for two thousand legs. Suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga, suck a nigga dick, for two thousand legs. Suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga dick, suck a nigga, suck a nigga dick, for two thousand legs. Yeah, 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 all y'all push ass hoes out there trying to pretend like y'all ain't sucking that dick. Bitch, shut the fuck up and keep it real. Shout out to the real hoes who out there sucking that dick, keeping it a hundred feet, holding it down, keeping it real out here. Shout out to the bad bitches who ain't scared to fuck behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? I respect you.
know what I'm saying? If you know it's good and you fuck with a nigga, you know it's good. Your nigga ain't doing a job, then you know a nigga do a job better than him. I respect you for that. SGP, recipes, my nigga, Jit March 13. You know what I'm saying? Sunday, recipes, Jit, nigga. NASA Gang Raiders, all day, nigga. Swag.